From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. And right now in the Afternoon Edition, a plane crashes near Moss Beach. Now the Coast Guard is looking for the people who are on board and answers as to what brought that plane down. Good afternoon, I'm Ryan Yamamoto. Let's get to our top story this afternoon. Sean Chittenis has the latest from Moss Beach. We're near Ross's Cove in San Mateo County, which is the closest part to where search and rescue teams were able to recover part of the wreckage from last night's plane crash. The search for survivors continued again at 5 a.m., but then had to be called off at 10 this morning because of rising tides. The search and rescue teams stopped looking for any survivors last night around midnight. Conditions were considered too dangerous. We know that calls came in about the plane crash around 7 on Sunday night. The plane was spotted about an hour later, and we now know that the plane was seen upside down in the water. This morning, the search and rescue teams working on the ground were able to bring in some of the debris before stopping their search on foot late in the morning. The water helped push part of the wreckage closer to shore, and the initial call said a small two-propeller plane was flying erratically on Sunday night. Those calling into 911 said they thought they heard the engine sputter before losing sight of the plane. As of this morning, this is still considered an active search and rescue, but we have few details about the plane, including how many people it could seat, how many were on board last night, and who they were. We do know that the plane took off from the East Bay. It is still unclear when search and rescue teams will be able to return their search later in the day. Well, now to some of our top stories of frightening crash in San Francisco. The CHP says a woman was taken to the hospital after her car flew off an overpass and into the side of a building. This happened near the Harrison Street Highway 80 ramp. A vehicle plummeting onto Sterling Street, the on-ramp there, and people inside the building say it felt like an earthquake. In San Jose, police are investigating the first deadly pedestrian accident of the year. A woman was hit and killed in the Berry Park neighborhood just before 2 this morning. This was at Skyway Drive and Monterey Road. Police say the woman was in a marked crosswalk. She died at the hospital. A driver stayed on scene is now cooperating with the investigation. More work accomplished in the investigation into the murder of the Oakland police officer, Tuan Lay. Marquise Cooper is now the third suspect charged with Lay's murder. That's one of 16 charges Cooper is facing. Officer Lay was gunned down while responding to reports of a burglary at a cannabis dispensary. Cooper will face a judge in court tomorrow for his arraignment. And today marks the birthday of Martin Luther King Jr. The civil rights icon would have been 95 years old. And this morning in Washington, D.C., Martin Luther King Jr. III laid a wreath at his father's memorial. Today, of course, is a federal holiday designated as a national day of service. Everyone is encouraged to give back and volunteer. President Biden traveled to Philadelphia where he helped support people who are food insecure. We walk hand in hand. And Caltrain's Freedom Train has arrived in San Francisco. That ride leaves from San Jose and pays tribute to the 1965 march from Selma to Montgomery. There were marching against policies that made it difficult for black Americans to vote. And here we have a chance to remember people who fought black, white, you know, all races, all colors, all religions. People fought for the rights that we have in this country and we march to remember that. Once the train arrived in San Francisco, there was a march to Yerba Buena Gardens, the Northern California MLK Center, as events planned at Yerma Buena 
all day. Okay, let's take a live look outside of beautiful weather on this Monday after some serious rain on Saturday. Let's check in with Jessica Birch for the holiday afternoon forecast. Hey, Jess. It's a beautiful day to kick off this week all throughout the Bay Area. We're talking about upper 50s and lower 60s for our daytime highs with light winds and cloudy skies today. It's going to look a lot different for us as we head into the next couple days. We're still dealing with fog in those early morning hours, just like this morning when we had that dense fog advisory up in the North Bay in areas like Santa Rosa and Petaluma. And now that fog lifts into the afternoon hours. We're left with partly cloudy skies all day long, but watch what happens as we head into the forecast tomorrow morning. These partly cloudy skies are going to continue to sweep in from offshore. It's not until tomorrow morning where we see light showers return into the forecast up in the North Bay, and then heavier showers are going to sweep all throughout the Bay Area into the afternoon hours and into the overnight hours as well. We'll continue to watch that sweep off into the east until around 11, 12 o'clock, and then we clear up just in time for Wednesday. And speaking of the weather, an historic cold snap could play a huge role in the turnout for the Iowa caucuses. Today is the first chance for Republican voters to weigh in on who they want to face President Biden in the general election. Charlie DeMar reports from Des Moines. Voters across Iowa will be facing brutal sub-zero temperatures as they head out to caucus tonight. And the cold, I mean, you just dress warm, and that's not, that's not a big deal to me. Ah, this is Iowa. If you don't like the weather, stick around. It'll change in 10 minutes. The latest Des Moines Register poll suggests many Iowa Republicans will be choosing former President Donald Trump. He has an overwhelming lead over former Ambassador Nikki Haley and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who spoke to CBS's Tony DeCopel this morning. You know, when people take a poll, they can push someone one way or other, but there's a lot of people that still haven't made up a final decision. Of course, polls can be wrong, and no one knows that better than Donald Trump, who surprised many political analysts with his presidential win in 2016. On Sunday, Trump took nothing for granted, urging voters to get out no matter how low the temperatures go. So brave the weather and go out and save America because that's what you're doing. Thanks for taking the time to come out. Haley braved the bitter cold, hoping to pick up some last-minute support. We are going to get out and caucus today. If you're giving your speech, speak from the heart. President Biden will be watching developments very closely. A new CBS News poll finds Trump's support among national Republican primary voters has risen to its highest level yet, even as Haley leads President Biden by a wider margin. But voters in Iowa and across the nation may have much more to say before the general election. And there are more than 1,600 individual caucuses held statewide. Only registered Republicans can participate. Newcomers are welcome, but must register with the GOP on site. And by the way, California's primary election, that is set for March 5th. U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has been released from the hospital today after experiencing complications from prostate cancer treatment. He had been held at Walter Reed since January 1st. The Pentagon is under fire for not even telling the White House about Austin's condition until several days into his hospital stay. Austin's medical team has indicated that he might require further care.